Hudson Orbital is buzzing this evening with anticipation. Pilots have been in full lockdown all day across the galaxy and are straining at the bit, eyes glued to the screen for the latest updates. A few eager pilots have headed out into the black, blank checkbooks in hand to visit Buck Naked's nearest ship dealership and be the first to experience that new ship, fresh pine and leather smell. The others have their eyes on the view screens in the bar, catching the subtitles from Galnet's top pundits. A smaller number have copies of the Sol Sun Red Top and are gorging themselves on salacious tales of a certain imperial princess and her federal bow and giggling at the latest comic strip from the artist Draxor, which normally portray a scantily clad individual astride something outrageous. Just as two teams line up for their faction anthems, the barman causes a collective groan as he changes the channel and a voice can be heard. Your mics are live. Good, 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 good evening, truckers everywhere, even those who have melted into their chairs. We hope you've all been patient today. We're joined in the studio tonight, not by our regular Rudolf Hucker, but instead our stunt presenter, Mike Oxlong. Hello, Dick, and hope in this weather that Mr. Chafing's, well, not. I have an aircon unit under the desk, right here blowing cold air across the unmentionables, so I'm as cool as a cucumber in the chafing vicinity tonight. Phew. Well, with the latest round of the World's Mug Mix Ball Championships, we're not sure how many are tuning in, but we've drafted Galnet Ball Sports Pundit Supremo Commander Wotherspoon to join us this evening and keep us up to date with the latest scores. Good evening, Peter. Good evening. I have indeed got the latest from this evening's Mix Sport World Mug Ball Game. One might say that I'm watching the match so that you don't have to. Ah, well, my money's on the Empire. Ah, well, you've lost your deposit there, then. They were knocked out last night by an obscure faction from the Bobble Rim. Curses. Reigning champions last year? This year? Pooh! They're too busy with weddings and orgies and space riots. <laughs> I wish I hadn't loaned them those credits now. Anyway, it's time to get on with the news. Galaxy goes offline as Heatwave wipes out Pilot Federation servers. As federal DNA seems set to insinuate itself into Princess's genes, we ask, does anyone care? We bring you up-to-date scores and news from the Alliance vs. Slave mixed ball match. We lift the lid on Schrodinger's crate and ask the question, is interior design alive or dead? Have the Thargoids gone to ground? Breaking news from Canon Interstellar. Boom! Misfires as assistant manager scores own goal after a little limpet trouble. 
Hot off the press. So hot in fact that Alvin's records are melting. Hutton's latest influence and weekly instructions. And I'll be diddly do dang my way through this week's community goals and announcing whether we're booming for the book. The galaxy has been eerily quiet this week. Not since the middle of the 21st century have so few ships been seen out in space. The Pilots' Federation, representing commanders, commanders even throughout populated space and even further afield, announced a nine-hour-long cease on all launch permissions today in an effort to refine, repair and reboot critical station systems after a raft of heat-induced failures from a dodgy batch of thermal vents. In a corporate pact with the Bank of Zayance, those mysterious engineers and, of course, Universal Carpet Graphics, it was decreed that today didn't count. Insurance companies have given the staff the day off, and the NPC, all those pilots who aren't mentioned, members of the Pilots' Federation, have had unfettered access to the galaxy. The wedging barges have gone unmolested, skimmer sails have fallen through the floor rather than plummeting from the sky in a mass suicide attempts, and engineer bases have been singularly empty of total bastards blowing up everyone for fun. There are reports of huge underbrush fires in the agridomes of Hutton's agricultural facility in Wise, caused by too much friction in poorly lubricated machine parts catching on the thatching. The dodgy batch of thermal vents have been traced back to a manufacturing outfit in a little place called Coventry, in what used to be the United Kingdom, somewhere on an island in the northern hemisphere of planet Earth. With all the offending vents being sent to Coventry, commanders have been required to strip their underwear, nudity of course still being rather frowned upon in station interiors, or at least the bits without red lights, stay properly hydrated, though we think Centauri Megagins may not be the best solution in this case, and all Scotsmen and Gingers, plus indeed Ginger Scotsmen, have been encouraged to stay out of direct sunlight for fear of being turned into baked crispy snacks. The extra heat appears to have had an effect on the brains of police authorities everywhere, who are now turning a blind eye to many an unprovoked attack, only responding to the heaviest of attacks, which will be a relief to those like Commander Bam and Fruity who seem to have heavy trigger fingers, and aren't bothering to arrest people, simply telling themselves to hand yourself in at the nearest police station as long as you've not been, well, too naughty. With the Thargoid menace appearing to have spent a week in retreat, the timing of this day off is said to have confused Tharg the Mighty's eight-sided minion menace, who have been flying around aimlessly all day with absolutely no one to play with. Stay tuned to this broadcast to find out whether they have taken advantage of the situation and done anything bad whilst we've all been sitting in the pool with a cool drink and a wide-brimmed sun hat. The tabloids have been rife with commentary on the forthcoming nuptials between a certain imperial character and her federal bow. <coughs> it had reignited a debate about whether interpower marriages are still taboo, what it means for the genetic purity of the royal line, and whether anyone with half a brain actually cares. <sighs> they are reported to have signed an exclusive deal with one of the last CD Weekly magazines, Sagittarius High being far too highbrow for such things, soon to be seen on coffee tables at hairdressing saloons throughout both the Empire and Federation. Speculation here at Hutton is that, like just about everyone else in the galaxy, 
he's just after her for her prismatic shields. And having seen them in action, who wouldn't be? Certainly, many a teenager has pictures of them from her starship modelling days. Our man on the inside has claimed secret information that once the Federal Weasel has her ring, he'll rapidly lose interest, bugger off back to the Federation, and sue for divorce. The entire thing being a total attention-seeking scam from both parties. Of course, it could be genuine. Or indeed, it could be genuine. But, as with many celebrity weddings, we don't believe a bloody word of it. There are rumours that the Alliance are trying to get in on the act by marrying one of their own. No, we're not aware of the names of anyone famous from the Alliance either. In fact, I'm not sure I could mention any names of anybody who's in the Alliance. Hmm. To a member of Yuri Grom's inner council, but in a situation not unlike Henry VIII's marriage to Anne of Cleves and subsequent utter distaste that she was a bit of a minger, apparently they're having trouble identifying a suitable candidate after the pictures all came back looking like the Gelfs from Red Dwarf. Here at Hudden, we find it staggering how far the Alliance will go to be noticed. Now over to Galnet Digestion turned sports reporter, Commander Witherspoon. Thank you. I'm here at Lave Station. And as I'm sure many of you are aware, there's an important sports fixture tonight. The Galnet News Digest's desk of sport will try its level best to comply with your wishes for regular sporting updates regarding the Lave Radio Network fixture against the Alliance All-Comers. Lave have gone with their traditional orange home kit, complete with three lines on the shirt, one down each side and one yellow one down the back, whereas the Alliance appear to be in a combination of motley and full body armour. The faction anthems are complex affairs, the Lave one having been penned by Lave radio controller Stroud. It's 15 verses long, full of really impressive sounding long words and following perfect iambic pentameter. The Alliance one sounds like it's been sung from a pub somewhere by a large bunch of drunken fans. It has swearing and probably some words to do with what your mother did to that warthog. The referee and her assistants are also visible on the pitch, all armed with the obligatory electric batons, body cameras and video assistance drones. Those drones were a key part of last night's match between the EGR pilots and Lee Yong Rui's discount superstars, currently bottom in the galactic rankings, a game that has sent the reigning champions of the EGR home for an early bath for the first time in their thousand-year history. It'll all be kicking off very soon, at which point we expect the batons to be used on the crowd, and the game can commence. I will of course be bringing you updates throughout the evening and shamelessly interrupting whatever the rest of the team thought they'd be talking about. With the release of the long-awaited crate, the galaxy is divided as to whether the Mark II is the genuine spiritual successor to the old pirate's favourite, the Mark I, or a python in sheep's clothing. Here at Hutton, we welcome medium-sized ships with open arms 
or open fire with arms and armaments, but our test drive team have been very impressed with the level of detail on the interior design of the ship. The genetic throwback bastard love child of Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen, Time Teen and Salvador Dali appears to have chucked every design idea going into a giant melting pot and ended up with a cockpit that according to our insider isn't actually shit. The Hotbox team have been reported to state that it's quite nice and the hot pit system custodians are reveling in quite how unoffensively ordinary it is. We're unsure, as with similar designs of ships, whether the canopy is made out of millimetre-thick glass that shatters if you so much as sneeze at it, and Python owners throughout the galaxy are staring with envy at the crate's bottom. Yes, it can give birth to as many as two fighters at a time, but only if you have friends. Without friends, you're only allowed one. But with hull strength and shields both a little on the low side, it may turn out to be a little bit of a plas-glass cannon. We are also happy to report that anacondas everywhere have had a little tidy up and the quantum burp that meant the number of windows on the bridge were different depending on whether you looked from the inside out or from the outside in has now been fixed. And those pesky cables that have been dangling down from the top for so long have been given a little bit of a tidy. We have urgent breaking news from our boffin inside Cannon Interstellar, Atrus 5060. Chief, got an urgent report for the show. This is an APB for all truckers engaged in the Thargoids. The Thargoids are massing an attack around Daycat, and they have already attacked several megaships in the system. Garay Terminal is under red alert and Aegis is calling for all available pilots to engage the enemy. Truckers have proven themselves as an invaluable fighting force against the alien menace, and humanity is in need of our assistance once more. Good luck out there, commanders, for the mug. It looks like, for all the world, to us, that the Thargoids have caught the Pilots' Federation napping in the hot weather and have mounted an attack on the home system of one of the engineers. Felicity Farcia is calling in any favours due from those commanders whose ships she has finally fettled. Let's go save Felicity's facility for the foul forces of the Thargoid fleet. Let me just say I'm flippin' glad I didn't flippin' get that Felicity facility from the foul forces of the Thargoid fleet. <coughs> Disaster struck one Commander Flossie again a few days ago as the Hotton trucker turned fuel rat turned boom assistant manager alongside Claire Helen, decided to turn her hand to a little bit of Hutton Mining Corporation rock munching. Having equipped her ship with a controller and the obligatory limpets and mining lasers, Commander Flossie fired the first limpet to try and hunt the ever-elusive rare metals, only to discover nothing. No data on the rock. Undeterred, she fired another and she fired she off this She was undeterred, and she fired another one. Still nothing. Then a few more, just to be sure. But finding that no data was forthcoming, she started with the mining laser. It was then that six months in advance of deep mining charges being available, Flossie discovered that filling a rock with 12 tons of highly volatile fuel from her refueling limpets and then hitting them with concentrated mining beams causes the kind of explosion normally connected with supernovas and capital ship destruction. Although, on the bright side, 
which it definitely was. Flossie now has quite a tan, and that particular ring now has an empty hole in it big enough to pass a Coriolis through. I hope blowing massive holes in your ring doesn't ruin the family. <clears throat> anyway, with all the work going on making our cup runneth over in LP525-39, which should be successful in the next day or so, there has been an effect on the other systems. Combined with the recent galactic heatwave, which as we all know can cause vinyl to warp, Alvin's record collection has gone into meltdown. LP245-10, LP525-39 and LP532-81 are all now dangerously warm, as are Luton 145-41 and Wolf 124. Not to mention that George's pants are on fire too. This has caused problems with the cooling units, explaining why AC is suffering quite badly, where Elvin is no longer the top dog. Both of these situations need rectifying, so we're asking the droves of you who are playing with their shiny new crates, and also the two of you who've got challenges, yes, we know you're out there and we know who you are, to do so in and around Alpha Centauri to boost Hot and return Alvin to the top of the leaderboard and to work against Hot in all those numbery systems that I'm not struggling through again just to level things out. For those of you that enjoy the Pew Pew, there are two, sorry, three wars in Luton 145-141, so pop in there and finish them. Fight for Luton 141 145-141 Silver Pirates, please. If you find yourself in the wrong CG and can't be asked to move, then anyone will do. Data droppers, please check in with DeadmeatGF, Overlight, or GreyMMMK. Over in Colonia, King Hanky has recovered from his space crabs, but this has left him in a very bad mood, so he's turned his attentions outside of our systems for a change, and wants pilots to work for the top five factions in Trakath, that's Colonia Mining Enterprise, Edge Fraternity, Colonia Agricultural Cooperative, Colonia Cooperative, and everyone's favourite barman, Jack, in order to kick out one of the other factions, as it's a bit overcrowded in there, and he believes that's what caused the infection. We're also trying to stop the people of Colonia retreating from the Pergamon system, so missions for them would be very helpful. As always, if you're dropping data, please check in with King Hanky or Mindwipe first. Now over to my lovely cousin-in-law for the CG news. Hello, this week we have two new CGs and one of them is in Colonia. Colonia Scientific Installation Project. Scientists in Colonia have announced plans to build a scientific outpost in the system to monitor the region's population and resources and have requested pilots to deliver lithium, semiconductors and computer components to Bolden's Enterprise in the tier system. And in the bubble we have restoring order in Fusang. Security forces in the Fusang system are reporting that criminal organisations in the area are executing more frequent and audacious raids on civilian traffic. To counter this threat, the Blue Creative Company has placed a kill order on all ships on its wanted list and has promised to reward pilots who deliver bounty vouchers to Acres Orbital in the Fusang system. And that's it from us.
dancer. You dancer. I shouted, yeah, dancer. And I realised I hadn't turned my mic back on yet. And what I was about to say was completely ruined by the fact that I didn't turn my mic back on yet. We actually got through oh. that without any um, any glitches. Although, I forgot to put my live icon on. If I'd put my live message on, I would not have got a message from a certain OD um, who interrupted during that and I uh, told me there was no green feed so I took disaster into hands and then replaced the green feed only to find out the previous one was working fine. Odie, you're a muppet. Whew, what a day. Absolutely. It's been a hot one. Well, it's been sunny. There's sport on the Gal TV. <sighs> Lave aren't kicked out yet. And there's new shiny things available in the galaxy. Someone's getting married to someone else and Dave's not here. So... Well, there's only one song we could play. Ooh, 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 is it, is it, is it, is it toot, toot, chugga, chugga, big red car? No, 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 it's not that, is it? Slightly shorter title. Um, reasons to be cheerful? That's that kitty. Ah. Oh, I see it. Yeah, that's um, by What's-His-Face with the, the, the square, the square noggins. With the uh, nose, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, we were back after this. Enjoy this. Turn your systems up to nine. Open your windows and dangle your hot, sweaty bits out of them. We'll be back in a second. Oh, that was absolutely spectacular. We are back. Thank you for everyone who's joining us tonight in this swelteringly hot day in our wonderful... Wonderful. Actually, it's it's hot in Scotland. I went out today and it was like opening the oven no. and getting that blast that you get, you know? In the sunlight, it was horrific. Now, the last thing, because obviously we've been out walking a lot, Saimuf and I, uh, trying to lose a little bit of the extra timber um, and create some more um, space back in the hold. Um, we found that when you walked in the shade, it actually was quite cold, which was lovely. So you'd go from cold to blisteringly hot. Now, today, it was hot to... Jesus creaker, I think I've just fried my arse hair off, um, which is maybe a bit too much description. That's an image that's going to stay, isn't it? That That's, yeah, I'm sorry, sir. I, I don't understand that. I'm looking at y'all's temperature. <laughs> it ain't hot. Well, you want hot? Come on to Houston, buddy. Yeah, but what, what, you've all got, you've got air conditioning. We don't, we've got nothing. Our houses are made I was of brick and insulated. I was outside yesterday mowing my yard in hot, hot temperature. For those of you who require a translation, what he means by mowing his yard is shaving his bum. Oh, not another one. (laughs) (laughs) We've got about, what, 90 over here in old money? (laughs) It is the humidity, though, isn't it? It is the the difference. I mean, I've been to America, and it is a very um, almost breathtaking heat sometimes, um, but we're just not built for it we're built for the cold you know we're built for being freezing cold and having to hide inside so the minute the sun comes out and starts cooking the houses then suddenly you get ovens in every bloody room it's so hot my cats have shed limbs i tell you i'm <laughs> loving it on, loving it on the bike doing doing my truckers up to the training it's great on the bike until you hit traffic and you have to stop and then it's no fun do you have air vents on your uh, on your well, what i can only imagine to be spandex flight suit Oh yes, lots of holes, and you know, it's 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 nearly Buck, but not quite. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. Just imagine Buck with a helmet. 
You, you are listening to Hutton Orbital Radio Live. This is our weekly show where we give you the, the down low and the up highs on what's going on in the Hutton Trucker systems. And we've reached that part of the show without Dave where we get to chat about whatever we want without Uncle Dave telling us, no, you can't say nothing Anarchy. about that. Anarchy. That's too rude. No. So we can be as rude as we chuffing like. But we're joined, of course, we have people in, so we've got Flossie here, so we can't be too rude because Flossie will tell us off. Good evening, Flossie. Good evening. I wouldn't tell you off. No, um, we've, we've, we've heard you say in, worse. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> we also have, of course, a Dead Meat GF joining us as well. Good evening to you. Good evening, sir. And how are you today? You sweltering? Absolutely melting, yes. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. Rough. I mean, I know I've been to America. I know what Buck's saying, but you know he's too far away, and he's just a big Ponzi American. What do they know? You know, and he's he's far enough away that he can't reach me. And he's certainly not coming across to this Glasgow pizza meat to kick me in the stone. So I think I'm pretty safe. <laughs> you don't know about that. No, I don't. You blooming nightmare you are. Like when you asked if I'd left five pounds in that order that that wee package I sent you, and I'm thinking, oh god, did I? That's a bit unfortunate. Damn, you know, it was actually classic. ten pounds. Yeah, you troll. You are eight. ten pounds. That's <laughs> enough to pay for my grand stay in the care home. She's been out two for fibers. a week. Um, two fibers, yeah. Uh, that's kind of like half a Pavarotti. So, what else do we have? Of course, we've got Pete Weatherspoon joining us as well, and he's keeping us right with the current goings on. What's what's currently the standings in the old uh, battle? Uh, well, uh, yes, I'm, I'm I'm in Lave Station at the moment, um, looking out over the grassy thing, and there's lots of people in the stands around the grassy bit, and there's lots of people in uniforms running around on the grassy bit. Um, I've never been a sports reporter before. No, you're doing brilliantly. Um, Good. Do, Good. Do, do they have any numbers, any sort of figures up that you can see? No. Where no. would they be? They're, they're usually, 36, 24, yeah. 36. No, 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 that's... You get off Tinder. Those are the only <laughs> numbers I care about. <laughs> you get off Tinder. Um, no, we're talking about the scoreboard. There should be a, a large scoreboard or... Oh! Have, have any no, of the, I can't see that from where I'm sitting. Have any of the teams shouted or cheered or anything, you know? And nothing? Um, not really, no. Yeah. Are they supposed to? Usually, when someone scores, uh, we'll we'll come back to you. Keep an eye on things and see. see I'll do that. Yeah, I'll see, do that. See yes. what's going on. Thank you. We also hmm. have our stunt pilot extraordinaire, who is currently streaming onto the twitch.tv forward slash Hutton Orbital Truckers, and that is of course Commander Pillbox. Good evening to you, stunt pilot Pillbox. Hello, hello. Where are you taking us on a tour of tonight? Nowhere in particular, actually. I'm just trying to get to this neutron star, which looks like it's exploded recently. It looks kind of interesting. I just want to go look there, and then I'm probably going to head back to Colony after this. Okay, and maybe pick up a crate. Maybe, I don't know. We'll see when we get there. <laughs> okay. I so they were called canisters. Or a bucket, or a box. Crate, uh, crate of beers. Crate, yeah, we're definitely going to pick up a crate of beer later on. That'll be good. Ah, crikey, right, so let's have a look and see. We've got a ton of stuff to go through tonight, and then at midnight tonight there's something really, really special happening as well. Does anyone know what that is? No. No? No. No. Oh, it's the update. No. No, no, the update's happened. 
No, no, the other, the next emergency update. Well, the fix, the bug fix. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Don't we usually have one of those within 24 hours? Normally, Buck, I cannot argue with you. You could be quite right. No, Spider-Mind games, our, our dear <gasps> old pals, are kicking off their fantastic kick starter tonight at midnight, I believe, right on the zero 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 zeros. Um, and um, you'll need to go and have a look if you want to get yourself uh, an exclusive or excellent deal on those wonderful battle card games. If you were at ECM or LaveCon and, or even at the Games Expo and you had a chance to have a go at them and you're desperate to get yours reserved, tonight is the night. I Do you know if do. you have those lovely mats? That is one of the options, yes. Lovely. Yeah. That was a fun game. Oh, right, yeah, you got, I didn't get a chance to play it, actually, um, which is frustrating. I played against our photographer, Oliver Facey. Did he we... beat me, but oh. <laughs> that's fine. Okay. Smacked old buck around. Right, well, I've seen a little message coming in from Vanti Un. He's reminding us that we actually do have a theme for tonight's music choices. So if we just have a wee quick recap of the first song uh, that you have heard tonight, which is, of course, Reasons to be Cheerful by Ian Judy and the Blockheads. Um, I guess you'll get more of a clue if we play another song in a minute. Uh, let's see. Right. Okay. Right. Well, it looks like, unless everyone's got anything urgent they want to bring up just now before we go and have a wee chat with Flossie about the community goals. Nope, good. Ah, let's go to Flossie. All right, Flossie, have you got your, your, your notes ready? Yep, I have. Here we go. It's Flossie. It's Flossie. It's Flossie. It's Flossie. Hello, it's Flossie here with this week's Community Goals News. There's two CGs this week, one of them in Colonia, the Colonia Scientific Installation Project. Scientists in Colonia have announced plans to build a scientific outpost in the system to monitor the region's population and resources. Professor Alexei de la Vega, who is heading the project, published this statement. Our recent study into the region's population increase has revealed alarming statistics. If Colonia's population continues to increase at the current rate, it could lead to a serious depletion of resources at some point in the future. Monitoring infrastructure, terraforming, logistics and other issues will require the construction of a dedicated centre for resource management. This will allow us to study the aggregated data and formulate a structured solution to avoid potential problems. The campaign is run by Tier Technology Services, one of Colonia's partner organisations, which has asked pilots to deliver lithium, semiconductors and computer components to Baldwin's Enterprise in the Tier system. The second CG, back in the back in the bubble is restoring order in Fusang. 
Security forces in the Fusang system are reporting that criminal organizations in the area are executing more frequent and audacious raids on civilian traffic. Wing Commander Horatio Monkang of Fusang Security had this to say. Our resources are stretched with the Thargoid threat and a certain criminal element has taken advantage, increasing their presence in the system and attacking trade convoys. While our forces are continuing to maintain order, the need to defend the system from external threats has had an impact on our overall effectiveness. With the help of Blue Creative Company, we hope to curb this sudden increase in crime and continue to concentrate our resources on combating the alien insurrection. To counter this threat, the Blue Creative Company has placed a kill order on all ships on its wanted list and has promised pilots to reward pilots who deliver bounty vouchers to Akers Orbital. And that is this week's CG News. Awesome. Now... Are you out at Colonia? Are you out that way? I do have one of my commanders out there, yes. Ah, which one, well, which of the community goals do you think you'll be favouring, or are you going to go and try and do both? Uh, well, I don't do bounty hunting, so it'll be the Colonia one, definitely. Okay, no problems. No, no, no chocolate bar hunts for you, then. Um... <laughs> well, if it was chocolate bars, it would be a different matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's amazing how skilled you can become quite quickly when there's a bounty bar involved. Oh, oh dear. <sighs> chocolate. Oh, in this weather. Oh, dear. I actually sat Choc- down yesterday and thought, what's that in my pocket? I've, I've got some kind of gel insert, and it was a Turkish delight I'd left in my pocket. It was <laughs> It was not pretty. Sticky mess. I just still ate it. Yeah, I'll point, the, point in the fridge and eat it when it's gone hard. <laughs> <laughs> eat it when it's gone hard, I see. Right. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. Don't, don't break the flossy. Uh, what else have we got coming on? That's the community goals we've covered now. Um, oh. I've got a note here, flossy. Yeah? Are we doing boom? Oh, uh, yes. Well, boom. um... If people want to go to Colonia, <laughs> tell you what, let's let, do that one. Let's let's make it a little bit simpler, okay? Um, let's because I mean we've had to top nine. I know there's top ten, but because it, it's out in Colonia, uh, we mm-hmm. put up, we can put up all the hot call mugs. Um, and yeah, let's do something crazy. As many truckers, if we can get ten, all ten, we'll get a mug. That's it for sure. Um, but we'll just see how many we can get in, and I'll see if I can free up a mug for everyone that can get into the top ten that are truckers for this week's community goal. So if you can get yourself into the top ten out there at Colonia, then we will get a hot call mug to you. Just as a sort of way, things are getting back to normal again. Let's have a wee quick mad mug giveaway. How's that sound? That sounds brilliant. So, if you get into the top 10 of the community goal out at Colonia, then do send a screenshot on Thursday of next week or whenever the community goal clears that confirms that you are in the top 10 as it closed. And we'll send you something special. There we go. That's brilliant. I'm sure they'll love that. Yeah, Dave's not here to stop me. 
So, okay, so, and if you go for Boom and you get 10, this is just a nice way because everyone that did Boom, they got so close. I think it's nice that we can give them. Okay, we're not giving away the exclusive, secretive, you know, really exclusive original hut and mug, but. It's a nice way that if you guys want to have a, a, a you know a bit of reward for your amazing efforts, get yourselves out to Colonia, and we'll make sure that it's worth your while. Ah, well, now there's an offer. <laughs> Come up oh, and yeah. see me sometime. No, it's not that. <laughs> now, did anyone join the Go Sally Go live stream last weekend? She, she was, yes, I didn't. She was on last week and she was talking to us all about it and letting us know what she was going to plan. She was raising uh, £300 for special effects was her target. Um, and she started, I think, around about 12 o'clock or something, was it, Pete? Anyway, she started streaming on Sunday. I can't remember exactly when she started. but she, It was 10. 10, but she was um, already over her budget, which is amazing. And that um, amount raised grew and grew and grew and grew thanks to a number of extremely generous commanders and one that we all know very well as well. I'm not going to give him a shout out because it's, it's too big and he'll, he'll, he might fall over. Um, so you guys are an amazing bunch of generous truckers and non-truckers as well. And I think she was quite emotional to smash the target and to go away having raised a thousand pounds for special effects. That was a massive over three times her intended target. We showed Go Sally Go exactly how awesome the elite community is and how amazingly generous you nut jobs out there are. Brilliant. And she made these amazing little, um, it was like Japanese candy and you actually had to mix the powders and then put them into moulds and stuff and she was making bananas on sticks and chocolate bananas on sticks and toffee apples and chips and a wee poke of chips and oh, it was quite impressive actually these little things. God knows how they tasted but um, they looked really impressive. What would you, what, you know, if you were watching the stream there Pete, what were you, uh, what did you catch? He's not here, is he? It's not the zero G's. No, he's muted. Have I muted you? Oh my God, how terrible is that? I've muted Wurlespoon. I remember why as well. Oh, no, no, he's muted him. <laughs> there we go. Why, why, why was I muted? What did I do wrong? You weren't muted. It was well, I muted you because of keyboard noises coming through during Flossie's report, and I forgot to unmute. That's all. Oh, whoops. Whoopsies. My bad. Was I typing? <laughs> yes. So you were um, you were witnessing the uh, spectacular Go Sally Go stream. Uh, what was your, I was. What was your particular favourite part? Well, the, 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 the bit that I... Well, there were several of them, actually. The, the, there were sort of really, really strange Japanese things where there were lots and lots of little packets and little little plastic trays. And you, and you sort of sort of open up these little packets and pour little bits of water in and sort of put put this packet in and then mix that packet into the other one very very odd um and 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 something weird comes out at the end and you wonder <laughs> why but it was it was interesting and uh, and there was some some jurassic park early on as well which is quite good yeah no, um, she's streaming just now as well which is you know in direct competition sally we shall have yes. words but no <laughs> twitch.tv forward slash go sally go she is very 
very friendly and has a lovely stream so if you're interested go and check her out and yeah the the japanese sweets was kind of like a scene from breaking bad wasn't it <laughs> she was a bit of a, yeah. a chemist for a while <laughs> yes absolutely oh god right um, yeah that's my line who who's who's in game who's got their updates all sorted I got my update sorted very quickly and then I made a pig's ear of plugging everything in just before the show, so I, it's all there, but um, I haven't actually got in yet. Mm. Yeah, so I'm Just check to see if anyone's got anything new or anything cool that they've come across already. I, I got this rather odd-shaped ship that mm. looks quite nice. What kind of shape is it? It's kind of flatter than normal and... The cockpit layout's very unusual. So when you sat in the chair, it's almost like you're in a in, on your own. And then you look over your shoulder, and there's a commander either side of you, set back. And it's yes, it's very, very interesting. Ooh. And and there's guns right outside the window, so you can watch them pewing people. Oh, that's always good. Ooh, that does. Would you call good. it a cheese wedge shape? Maybe. It's kind of yeah, like a nice thin cheese wedge. Looks guitar pick maybe. The also a bit like that, yeah. It's uh, and huge, huge engines at the back. Very, very nice. <laughs> Just seeing the people the Twitch chat, McGonry Python, uh, whoever Ed Levice, they were all popping in and out of Sally's stream, shouting for the mug. She is a, a. I think we've kind of corrupted her a little bit with the old for the mugs, but um, we'll see how time goes. That, that should should come out of our system in a couple of years anyway. Uh, so yeah, if you're in uh, the nice new swanky ships uh, that are now available thanks to our wonderful Frontier, um, let us know what you think. Send us a message to somebody and I'm sure they'll get it to us. <laughs> we need a proper avenue for communication. I just don't know when it's going to be. Discord, no. Twitch chat. Send it in Twitch chat. Twitch.tv forward slash Hutton Orbital Trucker. I can see that. And let us know what you think of your new ships and um, give us a shout out. What else is there? Oh, Fletch. Commander Fletch. Oh, yes. He's gone. Yeah, gone. He's oh, hello, hello, chaps. It helps if you unmute your mic, doesn't it? Can you hear me okay? Hey, hey Fletch. Turkey. Hey. I'm on for a long way away, but I'm closer to Eric than ever. Hey. Can you can you reach him? Everyone should be closer to me. Yeah, it's cool. It's uh what is it, twenty past nine over there and it's twenty past three here in Kansas and I'm running both UK and American and Taiwanese time this week, so I've no idea what my body clock's doing right now. <laughs> are you are you actually awake? <sighs> should we take a vote on it? Okay. Need more caffeine, need more nicotine, need more candy. I see. <laughs> well, we know that meat? you are heading over there, obviously, for some, you know, deals that you are uh, making, some wheeling and dealing that you had going on. But we know yep. you, you're, you're due to meet up with some truckers as well at some kind of truck cafe somewhere. Apparently I did. I can't remember an awful lot about it, having been... Uh, Travelling since 3am in the UK, arrived UK time about 9pm at night, which was, what, half past three in the afternoon here. Uh, checked into the hotel, managed to survive the um, snap-on marigold gloves at US Customs. <laughs> and, um, yeah, my, my suitcase was well and truly mangled, so everybody got lots of squished goodies who, who made it across to uh, 
Um, where was it? Jack's Barbecue Stack of Ribs. Oh, com yeah. in Kansas City. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, the starters came and I was full. And then Eric went, hey, that was just the starters. What do you want for main course? And he's like, really? So th- th- this week I've turned into a Texas hobbit based in Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally 10 meals a day and all of them are larger than anything I would eat for a whole week in the UK. Oh, God, all the gonna... T-shirts I bought with me have, have magically shrunk in my suitcase, and so I've had to go out and spend like thousands of dollars on new clothes. Welcome to America. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Well, actually, I know... it's not cool. It's it's a hundred degrees outside right now. I've just walked across um, half a mile. I've got to walk across a, a car park to get to the smoking zone here, and it's a big campus. And so, like ten minutes there, ten minutes back in a hundred degrees heat. I'm just going to that's 36 it. for y'all in Europe. <laughs> but 38. 38. For y'all in everywhere else but where you are. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. For those of you that measure temper proper, te- temperature properly, uh, not those who can speak properly, but for those who measure temperature properly, then that was, yeah, 38 degrees. <clears> um, 309.15 then. Oh, that's, uh, that's relative. Right. Uh, that's tomorrow. Buck, I take it that that's suitably hot enough for him to complain. Yes, that is suitably hot enough. Now, Fletch, you come on down here to Houston. I still got my backyard. I need mowed. Uh, <laughs> so you can you can mow the back forty. Yeah, when Garmin open an office in in Houston, I'll be there, mate. <laughs> Alrighty. Or if you want to pay the the airfare, that's fine. But tell us about the um, trucker meet. Tell us about the pizza meet. It, oh, well. it was brilliant. We we met what. Um, Coco Took was hosting it. He got us all together. He reserved a table. He made sure we had good service. Uh, we had, what, 10, 12 guys turn up, Eric, in the end? We had, yeah, 10 total. Yeah. One of them had to split a little early because he had a gig uh, he was heading to. Yeah, he was running a DJ set, and he invited us all along there because we, we stayed there and ate more and drank more. Fair enough. And, yeah, it's awesome. There's lots of elite chat, lots of chat about other games, lots of truckerish moments going on. And it was, yeah, it was a really cool evening. Lovely bunch of guys. Quite a lot of travellers going that met up there as well. I've got, you know, Buck, did you, you drove there? I drove there. Now, we had, out of the ten commanders, we had seven of them actually travel the distance. Sorry, travel a short distance. They were all based in Kansas City. The three crazy ones, Fletch included, who flew the furthest for this, and then me, who came in second, I drove 1,660 miles over four days. And then um, <laughs> our winner for most miles and most time in the SRV in a single day goes to Commander Bola Petunias for driving from Dallas to Kansas City all in one sitting. Crazy. How long was that? Uh, about eight hours. It was eight hours each way. He oh. drove non-stop. God. I'm sure he had a, a, a truck stop on the way to sort of like wash his hands and face and stuff. Yikes. Question is life choices. Um, sorry, it just it makes my it just takes me back to sitting in that van on the M6. Yeah, you do it three times a year to the conventions, don't you, Cal? <laughs> just That's sitting right. there, stationary. Everyone's melting in the back of the van. We get overtaken by a house. <laughs> 13, <laughs> 13 hours later, I pull up at my house and knackered. Um, it's no fun. So, yeah, well done, guys. I share the driving, though, so it doesn't get that bad. Um, 
Otherwise, I would have been dead. I would have been dead long before then. That sounds awesome. Um, any mention of... Because uh, I know that these things, the last bit that happens at the end of the evening when everyone's saying Cheerios, we've got to do this again. Is there any news or any plans afoot for another? I'm planning on one coming up. I don't know when. Maybe August. i got to get with Bowl of Petunias. Um, we want to do one in Austin, Texas. So try and make it central to everyone in Texas. See what we can do. Ooh, I'll tell you what, Eric, have, have a look when South Southwest's on, and I'll make it a week's journey, mate, because South Southwest is the best music festival in the world. I have to look into that. Yeah. Uh, where, whereabouts in the world is that, then, Fletch? That's in Austin, Texas, the, the, the capital of America. Well. Yes. The this best. is um, basically every single shop, pub, bar, park, open space that can hold um, an amplifier and a guitar has somebody playing there. There's like it's like um, Edinburgh Fringe for musicians. Ooh. All right, I got the dates on South by Southwest. Mm -hmm. That is uh, not till 2019. Oh, March 8th. issues already. Oh, damn. Yeah, it's in March, mid March, uh, March 8th through 17th, and um, I would miss it because it's right there in my <clears> busiest <throat> time of the year. Balls. <clears throat> But oh well. we could always set one up and um, get that going on along with it. Yeah, yeah. S set up a, an elite meet s somewhere in Austin. If I can get there, I will. Yeah, maybe we can get a contingency over. Um, maybe, maybe I'll be able to get you know a pass. Maybe do a raffle for the UK where like raffle tickets are ten pounds each, and we sell a hundred of them, and uh, that means one person wins a, f a free ticket to a elite meet in Dallas. Yeah. Or Austin, not Dallas. Austin, mm -hmm. excellent. Thanks. Austin is one of the coolest cities in the world that I've ever visited. It is so laid back; it's almost horizontal. Eric, by by, by the way, is a really hyper guy from Austin. Everybody else is even more laid back. I'm not from Austin. <laughs> now, if you were, okay. If I was, okay. I'm definitely laid back though. <laughs> right, I've actually got to go to a half three meeting, guys. So uh, no, catch you later. Thanks see, for coming see you in next and week. giving us an just a flying visit, literally. Take care. And anybody that can make it across to Kansas, it, it, seriously, the barbecue capital of the world. Don't, don't. All the rest are imposters. I've never eaten so much in my life. Right, I'm off. Catch right. you later, guys. Thank Have you, a Fletch. good show. Take it easy. Oh, Cheers, right. the rest of it on the podcast. For the mug. For the barbecue spare ribs. Oh, how were <laughs> the ribs? Beautifully huge, clear there. Huge. Right, I'm out of here. Later, guys. I miss the Bye. ribs. Miss ribs. I used to. Go, I used to when I was over in Atlanta um, with my uh, when my dad was working there. We went down to a wee restaurant called Ribs, etc., and it was just unbelievably good. Anyway, uh, we are well derailed there, but uh, thank you to all the Huttons who Hutton truckers who were at that wonderful pizza meat 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 or the meat 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 in the Kansas of meat meat meats, and um, yeah, we hope that we see you guys going to more and more and more. Ah, oh, what have we got? What have we got else coming up? Thargoids. Yeah, do you want to tell us about the Thargoids then, Russ? Go on then. So we had Thargoids sighted in. Decat, Decat. It's not Decat. the fast. You know what? Stop. Let, 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 let's 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 go over to the man who can possibly tell us exactly what the pronunciation mm. of this is, uh, Mr. Witherspoon. 
Desiat. Desiat, there we go. I shall learn that forthwith. So there we go. Felicity Farsies are looking a bit worried. We, apparently there's a new type of Thargoid Scout. Who knows what they are. So, another emergency report from Aegis confirms that the Thargoids have returned to our core systems with an incursion in the Desiat system. Admiral Aidan Tanner, Aegis's chief military liaison, delivered this statement. Following the Thargoids' retreat, all evidence suggested that their surface sites have become dormant. But new data from the Eagle Eye network shows that they have surged back to life and that the star maps inside these structures are now pinpointing the Desiat system. It seems this was only a brief respite whilst they summoned their reinforcements from the Pleiades. Native's intelligence indicates that Thargoid vessels are now congregating in large numbers in Desiat space. This is an alarming development for the Garay Terminal starport, which is on high alert. There are also several megaships active in the region, which are potential targets for the Thargoids. On behalf of Aegis, I am calling on all members of the galactic community for assistance in defending Desiat. Without the aid of independent pilots, all assets in the system could be overwhelmed with the loss of thousands of lives. Appended to the Aegis report was the following transmission from an unnamed commander operating in the Desiat system. I've just been attacked by uh, something. Thargoid for sure, but I come with you to couldn't identify it. Some new kind of scout, maybe. Uh, the rest of the transmission was unavailable. Ooh. Scary times. If you've been affected by Thargoids, as mentioned in this previous article, then please call this number for support now. There isn't one. Sorry, but, you know, do let us know. We'd love to hear how you died. Uh, before our next tune, of course, which is part of the theme, we have an update from Commander Weatherspoon, and we're going to pass over to him. Pitch side at the organised brawl. That is the World's Mouth! And the two teams are still running around on the grass, except for a, a couple of the Lave Radio Network who are apparently suffering from plantar fasciitis and who've brought their Zimmer frames to the match. I think the player in the nutty jacket has scored, but Ooh. I'm not sure what team he's on. Mm. He might be with the code. But he's been sent to the sin bin with his tail between his legs, having been chased to give the ball back for, oh, I don't know, about five minutes. There was a small riot in the stands when the Alliance scored a massive own goal by putting their whole team into lockdown shortly before a kickoff. But the referee allowed them to start the match with only half a team, while the rest handed in a few bounties. Scoreline is still love nil for no wickets and advantage lave. The teams have changed ends. The quarter time song is next, followed by a bit more of me. Okay. Right. Well, I think it's, you know, maybe play a team to uh, a song, a song to encourage the teams. Yeah. We're going to ask them, really? Really, that's just a double entendre waiting to happen. We're going to ask those teams to do it harder, better, faster, stronger. This song is oh. awesome. Turn your stereos up to 29. Is that 69? Six, should have been 69. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, this, just, just going straight into the Galnet News Report. He reads the news, so... We don't have to.
Calnet News Digest, 28th of June 3304, we read the Royal Wedding News, so you don't have to. In part two of our series of cut-out-and-keep wedding specials, Galaxy goes nutty for the nuptials of the Blue Rinse Princess. Ashling's heartbreak struggle with madness. And in other news, Interpol top sleuth goes kaboom. Galaxy goes nutty for the nuptials of the Blue Rinse Princess. There's a buzz of excitement in the galaxy this week following the unexpected announcement that Princess Ashling is to marry a federal ambassador. And not everyone seems to think it's a good idea. Ambassador Jordan Rochester's mother... Congressman Isolde Rochester came down firmly in the pro-camp, viewing her son's marriage as a good thing and looking forward to the closer bonds between Empire and Federation now that her son is getting hitched. Senator Caspian Leopold, a close and very special friend of the People's Princess, called them a charming and affectionate couple and wished them all the happiness in the galaxy. He's probably hoping for a threesome. A brief and formal congratulatory note has been sent out by the Imperial Palace, but neither Emperor Orissa nor President Hudson have made any comment, amidst rumours that neither government was consulted about the marriage, and that the Emperor is not amused. Senator Zermina Torval has been less restrained. She describes Ashling's plan as dangerous and attention-seeking, stating that while some may choose to tolerate the princess's romantic dalliances, marrying a federal official is beyond the pale and cannot on any account be tolerated. Just what Senator Torval intends to do about it is unclear, but it sounds like Ashling had better keep her eyes open. The office of Prime Minister Mahan, while less openly hostile, was equally sceptical, wishing the happy couple the best of luck and wondering just how likely it is that the marriage will actually take place. Cheers, guys. Ashling's heartbreak struggle with madness. Who is Ashling Duval? Why isn't she the Emperor? Is her father really a nutter? Is she really a princess? Why does it matter if she marries a filthy fed? Is her hair really a wig? Here are the answers to all those questions you've been asking. Ashling Duval, the 28-year-old People's Princess from Semias, is the granddaughter of former Emperor Hengist Duval and was second in line to the throne in a terrible reversal of fortune. Her father, Harold, who was something of a playboy, was declared not of sound mind by Emperor Hengist in December 3300. Hengist was reported to have questioned the ability of Prince Harold to find his bottom with both hands. Ashling herself described her father as a kind, gentle and thoughtful party-goer and described Hengist's hatred for her father, Harold the Halfwit, as spiteful. 
and indeed Hengist appears to have done everything he could to make sure that Harold, and consequently Ashling, lost their right to inherit the imperial throne. And after Hengist's death in August 3301, it was Ashling's aunt Arissa, an illegitimate daughter of Hengist, who was pronounced emperor. Ashling has thrown herself into challenging the old ways of the empire, standing up against drug use and finding an anti-slavery coalition, now part of the Unchain campaigning group. Technically a prince, as the empire no longer has a formal rank of princess, Ashling, working from her Cubio headquarters, has become a powerful political force within the empire. Ashling's hair is not believed to be naturally blue, but neither is there any evidence, other than Senator Lorenz's much-quoted outburst, that she wears a wig. Why does it matter if she marries a federal official? There's a potential for stronger bonds between Empire and Federation, but, as someone with a claim to the Imperial throne, there is a real possibility that Ashling may be planning using federal armaments to execute a military coup and seize power. Civil war within the Empire could set the Empire up as a vassal state to the Federation, or at the very least weaken it critically, at a time when humanity needs to stand united in the face of the alien threat. Still, they make a lovely couple, don't they? Interpol top sleuth goes kaboom! In a daring move, the intriguing criminal organisation known as the League of Reparation has murdered a key Interpol leader. Last week it was Interpol that laid an ambush for the League, successfully apprehending a number of assassins. This week the League returned the favour, laying a false trail to an abandoned factory on Turner's world in Alioth. When Chief Inspector Kay Kilbride of the Alliance Interpol led her team in to investigate, a massive explosion demolished the building, Chief Inspector Kilbride, and four of her Alliance colleagues. Seven other sleuths were badly injured. The Alliance Interpol has pledged to continue working with Imperial and Federation police organisations to track down the mysterious nexus that controls the League and has appointed Deputy Inspector Mara Klatt to fill Chief Inspector Kilbride's presumably rather tattered shoes. And that's this week's Royal Wedding Galnet News. Galnet News. We read the news so you don't have to. Thank you, me. I'm quite good at that, aren't I? And here at the match, I've finally got a score. The Lave Radio Network are leading 25 to minus one. I'm not sure who's scoring all the goals, but whoever it is, they're doing a mighty good job, uh, as far as I can tell. Another four of the Alliance have been sent to the detention centre for unauthorised speeding in the penalty box. And one of the Lave players has been carded for attacking his opposite number with an enormous spanner. It's half-time, 
And so we have another half-mangled tune by someone that no one's ever heard of. Just for Mr. Naked, we've checked. And whatever it is, it was acceptable in the 80s. And we're back. All the mics are going. Oh no, what's that just done? No, 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 no. I need to fix these uh, macros. <laughs> it's just launched something and black writing came up and it's gone and it's done something. If I disappear, I apologise clearly. That macro is reserved by some other system. But it's that time in the evening, if you remember, uh, where we all sip from our glasses and we say cheerio to Go Sally Go as she's gone. And hello to all of the people that she brought with us and welcome to the show. We're now going to go over for our weekly report of who's hot and who's not in the Hutton Orbital uh, world. Um, of course, for that we require someone who's bigger than life, who's uh, massive uh, and huge and spectacular and can handle heat that no other mere mortals can because he has aluminum in his blood. That's right. It's time to bring him in, the one with the hat, and not much else. Buck Naked, good evening to you, Buck. Good evening. You might want to uh, check on that macro. It's got you popping in our room, but the green room feed is coming through fine, from what I can tell. Okay, well, yeah, it was a weird thing I ran, but, you know, um, I don't know. Everything should be fine. Everything should be fine. More importantly, it's time for us to introduce... Are you ready to go and give us the full top trucker experience uh, as always right let's do it let's kick this bonnet boy <laughs> i don't know what that means now you're a trucker all you gotta do is truck that truck when you're a hunting trucker can't turn a profit, then you're out of luck. It's for the mother that we fly all over the space. Point to two lights crossed at a hell of a base. Just turn the wheel and keep that smile on your face. Maybe someday soon you'll be a top trucker. Well, howdy there, truckers. This old Buck Naked, spokesman for Lake Con Spaceways, back again for this week's Hutton Top Trucker. How do we keep up with your shenanigans while you toot around in the Milky Way? Why, we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. If you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself, relatively pain-free, by going to the website hot.forthemug.com. Almost as pain-free as getting to be in your britches. So let's get on to our top truckers from last week. Yeehaw! From the explorers, jumping like them crickets out in a field, Commander Treacle people took in almost 14,000 light years. Coming out of retirement and tearing up the skies this week, Commander Terran 4295 decided to cash in around 200 million credits. When interviewed, the Don said he ain't worried 
and that it was just a one-off from a forgotten commander who wanted to check that he still had all his manly parts attached. Our top mission trucker this week continues to be held by Commander Montgomery Python with 746 mission points earned. And of course, that ain't all he did, because he was a cargo-carrying trucker as well. Commander Montgomery Python continues to hold the lead and get his name mentioned twice in the show, again, with about 120,000 tons of cargo hauled. Miss Lale's got a gift card to McThargoids for you. Swing on by her office to pick it up. And don't any of you else, don't you any of you other commanders want to try and beat that guy? I mean, Montgomery Python has held this lead for two months now, at least. Driving the Hutton High Speed Rail this week, Commander Bitamax uh, transported an astounding 6,680 passengers around the galaxy. That's a lot of little packages of peanuts to hand out on them flights, you know. And our winner for the longest single super cruise in an SRV goes to Commander Bowl of Petunias for pulling an eight-hour drive from Dallas to Kansas City in one day for all the Kansas City barbecue meetup this past Saturday. He then drove that same eight hours back to the other way so he could get the SRV back to his wife. Old Buck made that trip too, and I drove a mite further, but I spread it out over four days with a visit to my cousins in Arkansas along the way. I ain't that crazy. Our fastest run to Hutton Orbital is held by Commander Brent Riverboat with a time of 1 hour, 25 minutes, and 46 seconds. And our fastest run so far in this month of June was done by Commander LDSK in 1 hour, 26 minutes, and 45 seconds. You think you can beat these scores? Well, download the Hutton Helper and get the flying, Commander. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at Hot. Dot for the mug.com and get to trucking. Hutton Top Trucker brought to you by Lacon Spaceways, the only ships in the galaxy with a die cast model of the Crate Mark II you can play with. Awesome. No, no, no hidden uh, uh, joke books or, or anything this time around. No, everyone gets to play with their own little crate now. <laughs> ah, well, that's true. That is definitely true. And we certainly know one uh, snuffler out there who may go back to his murdering ways. Who knows? Thank you very much for that, Buck. We really appreciate the work and effort that you put into your Top Trucker reports every week. And speaking of people who put in awesome efforts every week, we got to go back over to our sports reporter for the whatever the thing is that he's currently... What is it you're at there, Commander Witherspoon? It's a very exciting thing. Right. Well, yes. do, do catch us up. What's going on? Well, it is really exciting. Um, we're we're over in the Lave system, um, and the Lave radio network are currently three nil up in the second set, and they're leading two sets to one. One one of the players has gone for a walk, according to Endermondo. He's walked three and a half miles, which is pretty incredible. His absence doesn't seem to have affected the team's performance at all. 
there are a number of Alliance players writhing around on the ground at the moment after tripping over their own boots. The diving has won extra points from the referee, who's given out a 9.2, a 9.4, and a perfect 10 for one of the particularly spectacular dives by one Alliance commander after a passing bumblebee apparently brushed his ankle. He's currently clutching his face in pain and checking for blood. Jeez, wow, this sounds like it's really heating up. Um, mm. it, what, 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 what did they win? Do we know? Oh, I'll wait and see. Maybe we'll find it towards the end. Next up, we have a little heart-shaped box just for all of those who need a little pick-me-up after falling down and crying on the pitch. It's got flowers and a little bow on it and it's wrapped in salty tear brief brief salty tear proof paper this song's another awesome one dave's picked a, a stunning a number of songs i love them all tonight oh here we go heart's hate box <laughs> Coming from my ass. Good evening, everyone, and welcome. It's the green room for the mug. For the mug. For the mug. For the mug. Heck was that? Was the mug and yeah. Oh well. Okay. Well, mug. tell you what. Before we go, we come to you, mad numpties. Um, Mr. Witherspoon, do you got any updates on the on the score? Um, no, no. Um, it, it's it, well, yeah, but I don't really understand it. So I'll I'll, I'll try and work out what the score is. Okay. By the end of this session, okay? No worries, thank you. Yeah, keep us posted. Keep us posted. Right, good evening, everyone in the green room. Um, we, of course, have got um, our, our. I'm going to hand over to um, Dead Meat GF, Flossie, and Russell for this section, who are going to take it in turns, unbeknownst to them until this very second, and asking <laughs> each one of you what you've been up to this week. And if you have nothing to add, nothing to- just give us a quick for the mug, and we will move on. Or stay muted, whichever you prefer. Um, I will pass over to Evenstar to go to our first one, if you are okay with that, Russell. No, definitely not. No, I'm going to sulk now, because you haven't told me. Oh, uh, maybe not. Okay. So, Mufi, how are you doing? Mr. Tunk Monkey, sir. I'm doing fantastic. Cue. It's all sunny and everything up here. It's all wrong. It's not right where you are, is it? No. No, I, I, I mean, I thought that the, the sun was in, in, in my bottom, but uh, I got a photo taken at the weekend and it wasn't, and then it bottom. appeared in the sky. So it, I think it, it's, it's up to me. I think it's got something to do with me. There's a lot of, lot of, lot of bottomy images in, in today's prose. It, it's freaking me out. I'm getting a bit scared of this. <laughs> no, apart from <laughs> that, it's all, all good. Uh, obviously, last week I wasn't here because uh, my house was invaded by a tall giant. Um, that people know is Skip Rat, and it's, it took me a week to get the place clean again, you know. So I'm all over it now. It's all fine. Everything's good. Well, as long as long as you've got a couple of spare mops, you should be all right. <laughs> uh, just just one thing. Uh, I got a, a few guesses sent to me about the theme. Do you know what the theme is? I do. I'm in you the do. inner circle, you know. <laughs> oh, are you? I posted them up in the green room, but um, everyone was ignoring me, so I just came down here and cried. It's probably best. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not drugs, is it? No, well, it probably involves drugs, but no. Not this uh, time. All right, well, well nice guess. And uh, 
Mr. Shouty, you're wrong. I'm not even reading your answers out. Well, we know he's wrong. Well, just... I know I know what the answer is, but I'm not saying what the answer is because I want other people to have fun. Because I'm not a spoil sport. Yes, you are. Mm. Anyway, uh, I'm, mm. I'm just going to say for the mug because that's what we normally do to to kind of say uh, leave me alone. For the mug, right? Well, I'll, I'll back this one over to Flossie then. Oh right, um, who's next? <laughs> me. <laughs> Oh, Mr. Chelsea, what have you been up to? Uh, well, this week, walking and uh, basically walking and sweating a lot. Um, in the game, I haven't really done much really this week. It's just been too hot because my room seemed to take all the heat of the house and I've just gone, every time I've gone in the game, i just started to nod off instantly. Oh, yeah, it is hot work at the moment, isn't it? Walking. And Mr. Cow, no, I haven't been wanking. It's too hot. <laughs> Take it, isn't he? If you're going to poke it in the chat, I'm going to read it out. <laughs> so be careful. <laughs> okay, well, thank you for, for the that. Mark, for the cum, and for anything else. Thank you, Mr. Shouty. So, Draxor, what have you been up to this week? Um, still doing secret things, which I can't tell you. But it's close, close to a finish. They're not secret things like Mr. Shouty's secret things, are they? No, 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 nothing, nothing like that. Oh, we have got the, the uh, piece of meat to mention. Forgot about that. Oh, uh, yeah, the... Uh, when, when are we doing it again? It's the 3rd of September in York. It's not, it's November. Well, I'm trying to get everyone to go to York early. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, Turn we up have... early to avoid the rush. Yeah. I think you just conflicted with Fantasticon there, Mr... Uh... <laughs> Did I do that on purpose? Maybe. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we are planning a, a pizza meet in York. Um, we're gonna, the theme is that you've got to come in fancy dress and we're all going to dress up as monks, um, do a lot of drinking, eat a lot of pizzas, and maybe go to the York dungeons. You know, if there's one thing I think about mon monks and their dresses, it's not very fancy. Or is it just me? It is fun. drab, really. Fun, fun, well, I'll, I'll give you that. It depends on the underwear. What else? Yeah, it does poke, doesn't it? Chafes, almost. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, for the mug. For the mug! Is that right. going to be posted up as an event on the, uh, the old on... Facebook as well? It's Is it? Right. Sorry, it's I'm already not... posted, yeah. Yay. Boost it then, so I can see it. Okay. Right. Well, with that, we'll move swiftly on and see if, if Lenin can find his mute button. You're there, oh. Lenin. How are you doing? Yeah. Oh, I'm doing fine. How's your crate? Have you got one yet? I haven't got one yet. I'm uh, reading oh. up tutorials for controlling my ship with a hotas. Ooh, now that's going to be fun. Have you been a, a keyboard and mouse jockeys? Um, yeah, for three years. Oh. So I finally took the punch and got a hotas. I'm waiting for mounts for my chair. And after that, it's going to be... Uh, well, learning again. Excellent. So you're gonna gonna be a, a dead-eyed dick in in the cockpit then with one of those. You can't yeah, or something like that. Marvelous. Well, that's a good week, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose so. Oh, we're not a root canal as well. <laughs> ah, well, you know, that'll take the edge off it any time, won't yeah. it? Yeah, you have to take the good with the bad. Yes. So, anything else exciting to add, or is it a for the mug? For the mug. For the mug. Right. There you go, floss. And uh, Lithobreaker, what have you been up to? Good evening. Well, at the moment I'm flying a crate out to Hutton Orbital. 
and installing right, an Amiga emulator. All right, yes. Yeah, there's that on this uh, tomorrow, isn't there? How are you finding the crate then? I'm liking it so far. I've not done much with it, but I've bought it, um, aerated it, and just flying it around. It's uh, nice and manoeuvrable, it's fun to fly. Oh, great. I've bought one, but I've not really done anything with it yet. <laughs> Too busy. Uh, yeah, I've been doing it while I was listening to the show. You didn't have that luxury, unfortunately, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> okay. So, thank you for that. Other than that, for the mug. For the mug. So, Mr. Mindwipe, what have you been up to this week? Well, I'm actually enjoying my crate. It is a very boxy chat, isn't it? It is, it is. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, are we talking about the same crate? <laughs> I'm enjoying this crate. Oh, you're on about the ship. I haven't actually got one of those yet. That's so it. a very, very good pun. Mug. <laughs> are, you, are you jumping in, jumping in ahead of Odie and his puns? No, I'm just being honest. You know, for the Claudia mug, because Hanky's not here, so somebody's got to sit it. And I'm enjoying this crate of beer. Since I can't get the ship yet. Why can't you get the ship? Because I'm logged in a flaming game yet. Ah, laziness and excuses. <laughs> I'm still installing it. <laughs> anyway, <sighs> for the for the mug, fellas, it's a good job. For the mug, lovely. Okay, well, let's move on to Ninja Melt then. How are you? Have you melted in the heat yet? I'm melted. Oh, are you over this part of the world then? It's it been is. 30 30 degrees here today. Oh, toasty warm, toasty warm. Horrible. So, have you succumbed to a crate or maybe even a challenger? No, not yet. Not yet? You, you, have you got one in mind, or are you just going to see where the mood takes you? See where the mood takes me. Sounds good. So, what, what's been exciting for you this week? Um, not dying. Well, yeah, that, that, that's a good plan. That's I, been I very exciting. I that most weeks. <laughs> so, have been, been doing any boom work or anything for the Hotbox team? Just I've just been hauling, hauling and being a tool, yes. <laughs> being a tool. Yeah, that's your first-class trucker right there. For the cum. For the cum, right. There you go, Flossie. Okay. Oh, Odimon. Uh, what have you been up to? Nothing much. Just exploring the um, galaxy. And uh, what kind of ship keeps its car the cleanest? I don't know. What kind of ship keeps its car A the cleanest? A uh, Viper. Oh, very good. <laughs> what kind of clothing may Sister Snake share? I don't know. Cobras. Oh, goodness. Yes, okay then. Thank you very much, Jordan. Uh, uh, <laughs> we were talking about sports. If Shaquille O'Neal uh, was overly emotional, he'd be Shaquille O'Feal. Right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can we just have a moment's silence for Odimon, who's about to die, if I find out where he lives? <laughs> Happy moment birthday, silence Odin. from Odimon. <laughs> I'm sure someone can arrange that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you very much, Odimon. Don't thank him for that! This is awful! I'm just the worst being, thing I've I'm heard just all being... night! Don't encourage him. Polite. 
I think I need to write the bit where Flossie reads stuff to uh, Odie. Because <laughs> she, she reads out what I put in front of her. You can't. Is that like Bogan? <laughs> is that like Bogan poetry? <laughs> oh, fretful grunt, bugly. Are we? Are we? Are we back to you, Steve? We are. Yeah, Phoenix. What have you been up to this week? Well, I'm, I'm in a crate. I'm thoroughly enjoying being in a crate. It's it's a bit tight in here, but yes, it's um, it's a yeah. very nice ship. Yeah, get the hell out of the way of my beer, man. <sighs> but it's funny you should mention about everybody having a dress in monks. It reminded me of the story that um, Hugh Hefner actually managed to um, get a. Uh, uh, a banning order against a whole lot of monks that were selling flowers outside his mansion. Apparently, only Hugh can stop forest flyers. And you thought, oh my god, <laughs> is Odie still there? He thought, yeah. I'm just about to say, he thought my get out of my crate joke was a chicken. For the mug, Phoenix to fire, goodbye. <laughs> For the mug. For the mug. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And moving swiftly on, let's move on to pillbox. How is your how is your landing gear today? Oh no, not pillbox. <laughs> I'm heading home. I'm heading home. I'm pretty burnt up. Uh, I'm heading back to Colonia now. What? Otherwise, what? for the mug. Oh, short and sweet. What? 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 He's coming back to Colonia. Yes, I am. Oh, I've been out Red, one right, okay, okay, remember to put Hanky on red alert. <laughs> Actually, uh, when I get back there, I'll join up with you guys and do some serious missions. Okay, no worries. And Pom, what have you been up to? I uh, um, I have been mostly 3D printing and redesigning Space Base Commander, drinking. Uh, what have been 3D printing? Uh... Um, just lots of elite ships and some Aladdin pieces. Oh, very nice. I'd heard, I heard, I heard um, that your your P three D printed ships are actually really special. They're they're pretty they're pretty good. I'm I'm enjoying printing them, but I did manage to hack a, the only working three D soldering iron at the weekend to fix them all because they've uh, they've both died again. Oh, I blame the heat or the lack of alcohol. Or <laughs> oh yeah. It's okay, not a three D printer until your three D printer can print three D print its own chips. I yeah, exactly. <laughs> and for the bug. Did didn't you Thank also you do, did you also do an enterprise and a puddle jumper as well, Pom? A what? No, I'm seeing a different thing. Never mind. No, no. Moving on. Not me. Thank pom, you, Pom. pom, pom, pom. Well, I just ha happened to hover over the name, and apparently it's pronounced Pss. So, Pss, what have you been up to? Um, not a lot. Um, I've took out a couple of NPC challenges tonight, but I haven't bought any new ships myself yet tonight. So we're all out buying them, and you're out there destroying them? Yes. Jolly good. Just a quick for the book for me, and for the cum. You think of a lot. Lovely, right, and um, last but not least, Koala Was forty eight. How are you doing? Doing fine. Still doing my doodally trip. Oh yes, where are you going? 
Um, down to Dulo, because I can't pronounce the damn name. Just gathering my... so I can get myself two ships. Hopefully I can get the Anaconda, but I'm definitely going for that damn crate. Yeah, it looks like fun. I've just just bought my one, and I'm going to, to get it um, get it fitted out. It's quite cool. You can see the reverse thrusters right in your windscreen. Should for one gripe, there's a load of bloody wires I need to sort out in there. It is a bit untidy, isn't it? And you, there's, there's a few people that are going to be upset by the, the lack of cable porn we have here. <laughs> so, yeah, I wonder, I'm, I'm going to see if they've got a box of cable tie or maybe... maybe oh, something. It's, only, it's only a Mark II. Remember how scratchy the Mark II Escort was? There's no 5G <laughs> on this thing. Where's, um, so they, have they confirmed they're putting the Type 9s into the uh, CQC yet? <laughs> <laughs> I want them to do that now. I really want I them to do that. I haven't seen If they'd had a decent lobby system and then you could have special nights like that, you know? The special final where everyone who's got through to the final now has to fight to the death in type nines. It would just be spectacular. Oh my god. That it's is just a just fantastic idea. We've just got to come to it brings whole new meanings to that old Amiga game, Cow Wars, where you actually, when you get them, you know, you, it was like a tanks game. And if you fired them across each other and it went, morning. Yeah. Well, you, you know that expression, this is why you don't get nice stuff. No, I, I, never, <laughs> I never get nice stuff, move. <laughs> right. Well, thank you very much, Green Room. Oh, um, not for the mug. For the mug, yes. Thank you very for much, Was28. Um, yeah, let us know how you get on in the new ships if you're in them, and let us know what your your favourites are and your little quirks. Um, we are going to nip back up to the live room and we'll play it with the last song, and then we will reveal the theme. So we will catch you guys all later on for the mug. 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 Right, and uh, we are back in the sneaky, quiet... Oh, we better grab Witherspoon up, because he's got... Uh, he's here. Hello. <sighs> thanks, hey. thanks that, guys. You, you, managed, you managed to green you um, perfectly without me. So, great job. Great job. Um, Mr. Witherspoon, do we have any uh, updates on the sport thingy? thingy? In... Indeed we do. We bring you incredibly exciting news. Um, after Phoenix Defire buzzed the green bit that the people run around on in his crate, we, we now have a winner. Oh. Lave Radio Network has won the match by a rubber and four wickets after Commander Eddie Lee Wise caught the snitch. Oh. Lave Radio Network wins by 245 points to 35. It'll be Lavey and Brandy's all round, just as soon as the system comes out of lockdown. Woohoo! And just like that, we left the green room. It's the end of the match, and the team are ready to pack up like passing, like ships in the night, like a written link for a song. And we'll be back with the themes after this. <laughs> We had a, a little glitch in the matrix there just towards the tail end of that song. Uh, that was epic again. Uh, good, good air. We're all back up. The green room's all down there. I'm just having a quick scan through the uh, greasy spoon in the Hutton Cafe to see if anyone is, is guessing 
This smug ball game is really confusing, says Commander Witherspoon. Is it boobies? No. It's not boobies. Um, I, I, I'm just realising that my, my, my skin has changed colour. I'm no longer blue. It just doesn't make sense. Bright red? No. No, this kind of dirty brown colour. Never mind. I've been walking all day <coughs> next to Simon. It could just be splashback. Um, I should probably stop licking it then. Yeah, probably should. So, um, tonight's theme. Um, <clears throat> Russell, what was it? Oh, you want to actually reveal it? Do, you know, do, do we have first? any guesses, actually? I've not seen... Well, I've seen a couple of people Thanks. guess boobies, but it's not boobies. Um... I'm looking yes, we, we, we're we down a marvellous mic tonight. Normally coordinates, well, I guess. Same with, same with, he's down in there. Um, same with, uh, mm-hmm. uh, is, is there any guesses for you? Jugs. Jugs. No, no, not from you. They, they were given to you by other people. Yeah, and I didn't say jugs. Get your eyes above the boobs. It was drugs. Drugs. Um. And who was that from? I'm not saying because they'll be embarrassed now. Because what? Because they're wrong. Yeah, horribly I wrong. Do that like me. honestly. <laughs> oh well. I'm gonna be in a trucker is being. Do you want yeah, me to tell Drax so that she was wrong? No, oh, it wasn't Drax. Or okay. We must have some right. Right. It was the other one. Surely. That always guesses. Uh, Someone says, "What were the songs?" On oh Discord? yeah. Right. Okay. Well, if Science. we're going to get the songs that were played tonight, where um, the last one there was "Ships in the Night" by Bebop Deluxe. We had Nirvana with "Heart Shaped Box." We had Calvin Harris, except the ball in the eighties, like racism and um, oh sexism. Uh, also, com- uh, we then had uh, some harder, better, faster, stronger from Daft Punk, and we kicked off <laughs> the show with an Ian Jury and the Blockheads with Rosens to be cheerful. Did that help anyone? Did that help any anyone? 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 I know we've got one. Is it Christmas? Ooh. Ah, we've had a guest in Discord. I see that focal took in with Is it the Crate and the Challenger? Uh, any other guesses? We've got one from Lord Shouty that I saw. He guessed crate, didn't he? So that's two crates, one challenger. Any advance on that? Okay. So oh, we're all done then. New ships, guardian modules, etc. Says Esther. Those are definitely reasons to be uh, cheerful. I'll let Russell run us down with what tonight's theme was. It was indeed crate, of course. So we have uh, the final reveal. Uh, the crate is the reason to be cheerful after all these years, particularly if you're Snuffler. It is bigger, longer, faster, stronger than the Mark I. It was quite acceptable in the 80s, more than acceptable to some, in fact. It looks rather like a heart-shaped box um, when viewed from the top. And, of course, it is a ship of the night, unless you fly a bit close to the sun. So, well done, Lord Shouty. Yeah, you win. Nothing! Not even, <laughs> not even our respect. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's long gone, that is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, thank you, everybody, for tonight, uh, for coming to join us. I'm going to look and see if I can find a nice song. Let's go to Skip Rats. Um, 
No, oh, that's a bit rude. We don't want that one. Oh, Christ. Choo choo. What? Choo choo. Choo choo. Choo choo what? Choo choo, lovely mini mini mini. Oh, you stick it in the queue. Hi. Ah, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've got even flow enema. Everyone, anybody want an enema? No? <laughs> no, thank not, you. Not right now, thanks. I had one earlier. Skunk and Nancy? Whatever whatever that is. Oh, my crew. Right. Okay, so we're going to get that song run up now. Thank you so much, Flossie, to to Dead Meat GF, to to to, to Even Star, and to Pillbox, and to Commander Witherspoon for joining us tonight and uh, making this show run relatively smoothly. Uh, I don't think there's much to try and edit to make the news sound like it actually went smooth. So I thank you all for your professionalism, and clearly that Dave is the jinx for the show. Um, and that we should mm -hmm. always blame him from this point forward forevermore for everything that ever goes Definitely. wrong. Yes, company whipping boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's good. No, I am not playing that. You're lucky I refreshed this one. <laughs> You're so lucky I refreshed that cue. <laughs> right. Oh, crikey. Is it in there? I don't see it. No. Oh. Um, yeah, we'll go with that. That sounds good. Right. So, thank you everyone for joining tonight and for making tonight's show go so smoothly. And we will be back next week from the same time, possibly with a Rudolf Hucker. Who knows? He might turn up. He may well be busy. We may have a different lineup, but we'll be here with the same information and news. The latest in the community goals Top Trucker with Buck. We're going to have the Galnet Digest. And who knows what other special news we'll have? We'll maybe have some updates from the Spider-Man games Kickstarter to launch battle cards. Remember, that's tonight in two hours, or an hour and a half, actually. It'll be kicking off, so go and find that as soon as you can and get your money in their hands. Um, but for now, uh, it's going to be a huge big goodbye and for the mug from us. The mug! For the mug! mug. For the mug! And we'll see, yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye.